This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, audition. She always gets her part. Mucho konnichiwa. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And I'm Troy. Troy! That's me. And this and time, Chris uh. Hasn't talked yet, so. What do we got this time, Chris? Audition. Yeah. What's your movie? Audition. Why did we watch it? We watched it because Kylie said we should watch it. Yes. Or else. And, and Kylie's had a really good track record in uh, recommending movies to us. Yeah. Like Tokyo, Tokyo Gore Police. Police that I had Boner Jinx that I hadn't watched ah, yet. Robogeisha. Yeah, mm. Robogeisha was pretty, pretty badass Legit. film. Yep. Then she recommended Audition to us. Well, that sets a tone. <laughs> <laughs> so, sum up the first uh, 30 minutes of this movie in five sentences, Chris. Mm, okay. So, um... That's there, one. That's not a sentence. <laughs> it's a sentence. <laughs> All right. Don't lollygag. Fucking get it done. So we have a Japanese salaryman whose wife has died at the hospital, leaving him and his son all by themselves. His friend, who was like some sort of TV producer or something, says, hey, you need to get hitched, so let's set up an audition to meet some broads. He gets a bunch of papers to go through so he can pick the broads for the audition. And then they have the audition, and he likes one of them, so he starts dating her. That last sentence was a run-on sentence, so that was five and a half, so that negates the whole everything that you just said. I think that's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, that actually is pretty good for the first half hour. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. It's it's pretty slow. Uh, The only bit in there that I thought was important, but turned out not to be, was when... The uh, guy's son tells him that the fish they caught starts out as, they all start out as male, but eventually some of them turn into females after a certain point. And so I thought. And then there were no damn fish monsters. You know? Yeah, that or I thought we were getting like fish monsters. Yeah, I thought we were getting, or maybe like we were getting like the Japanese crying game or something, but that is not what we got. So basically, half hour in, the takeaway. (laughs) It's that Mr. Salaryman, and uh, what, what are we calling? What are we calling audition here? Japanese Kathy Bates. Japanese Kathy Bates. Slim Japanese Kathy Bates. <laughs> so yeah, she, she def- Yeah, she's definitely slim. So Japanese Kathy Bates. God damn, slim Japanese Kathy Bates. Yeah, no. So she's uh, showing some signs that Ooh. maybe she's not all together, like the way she lives with her moving burlap sack and stares <laughs> yeah. at the phone all day. Literally, literally, it took it took forty five minutes for this movie to even give me a small chill when that bag moved, but that was it. It took forty five minutes. That was that was too long. Yeah. So they uh. They go on their some dates and they learn about each other and. Uh, she sometimes work at the bar, the Stoned Fish. It's mm-hmm. on Fourth Street. Yeah. Now she likes to sit there and talk to you for about three hours and make you feel really uncomfortable about everything. Yeah, 
So this is our second date. You want to hear about my horrible childhood <laughs> traumas? I'll be really explicit. And I'll show you on my naked body where they tortured me. Now, I thought it was a leg vagina, but they were burn wounds. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's an easy mistake to make, Brett. But they did have that weird Japanese leg sex, so. <laughs> That's that was true. Pretty, pretty good. I don't know. Like All I know is they kind of flipped the sheet over, and apparently it was the next morning. I just figured they're kind of slapping their knees against each other's knees. Well, it wasn't even the next morning. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So what happened was, right, Wait. set up for this. <laughs> yeah. Is is Japanese Kathy Bates and Salary Man? They go to a hotel. Yeah, because they're gonna go and see a museum or eat at the guy's restaurant that makes the good food, but he has a foul mouth. Yep, it's a bad mouth. A bad mouth. Terrible mouth. I think it said. They were gonna go to Jiro's restaurant, I believe. <laughs> He's always dreaming. Yep. Of sushi. Always about, yep. dreaming. <laughs> And uh, there's some time to kill before they head off. So the salaryman's like, what should we do? You want to go uh, like uh, an old Japanese Kathy Bates just as like, mm, get nude. Yep. And then she she gets under the blanket in the bed. Yeah. And then the salaryman says something. She says something about... You only are gonna love me, right? And he's like, "Yeah, sure, you, cool, whatever." <laughs> whatever it says to get that. Whatever it takes for my forty-five-year-old ass to hit some of that twenty-four-year-old action. Was he only forty-five? I don't know. I just threw a number out there. Okay, that seems reasonable though. His son's like in college, so yeah, reasonable. Ah, yes, quite. For once, Chris is reasonable. Yeah. It's about damn time. Sorry. <laughs> I'll try Canadian. not to do it again. Yeah, knock it off. And Stop they, being uh, so Canadian. Yeah. And we're we, back to Canada. What? I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. I've never been there. I don't know. You said sorry, so that's why I was... I assumed oh. you were being Canadian. Mm. So sorry. So, I'm sorry about saying sorry. That came from somewhere. You mean a boot? You mean your story of boot being so sorry? I don't know why you keep talking about it. <laughs> I don't even know anyway. what boots are anymore. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Now that we're now that we're done being racist against Canada. <laughs> Wait. Hi, Mr. Greedy Kylie. <laughs> I, I don't think that's really being racist so much as some other term. Countryist? Chris. Yeah, countryist. Nationist? I don't know. Con- countryism. Countryism. Uh huh. Anyway, so I like where this podcast is going. Uh, <laughs> Look, it's going anywhere right now. Yeah, it's just spinning its wheels at the moment. Yeah, we're just circling the drain right now. <laughs> <laughs> so they, um, the salaryman climbs into bed uh-huh. and then is they have asleep. kind of bed. You got to go to climb into it. It's really tall. Yeah, tree bed. Oh. And apparently they had such mind-blowing intercourse that he slept through the repeated phone calls from the front desk because his his lady friend has left. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And I guess at a hotel in Japan, if somebody leaves, then they call your room to make sure that you're still there. That's a big-name deal, right? I guess so. Right? I mean... Right? Yeah. 
I mean, because they have to make sure, like, she wasn't a prostitute. So if you're still there, then she wasn't a prostitute. Right? I mean, right. I guess you don't, that, like, linger. I guess you don't linger there after the the commercial sex, I guess. I don't know. You know, you don't want to be rude, Chris. To the hotel or the prostitute? The prostitute. Isn't that the whole point of a prostitute? It's like being rude? No, I thought it was you paid them and they had sex with you. Oh, that explains a whole lot about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, a prostitute asked Chris if he wanted a date. And he said, sure. And then she added him a date and walked off and he was happy. Yeah, I was like, cool. I love fruits. <laughs> <laughs> like a Fig Newton? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like a Fig Newton. They're made out of dates, right? Yeah. And she gave, he, he pays him double for a Fig Newton. <laughs> Yeah, because a Newton is fruit and cake. Ew, that one sounds gross. Look that up on the Urban Dictionary. Yeah, I like to be a Fig Newton. <laughs> Go get your Fig Newton. And a chili rainbow. It involves, I don't know, <laughs> some stuff. Oh, good one. <laughs> I've been working that all week. Yeah, the best part of uh, Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Whoa! Is, is the crazy like sex act names they have in it. My favorite, of course, being the chili rainbow. I didn't know there was the best part of Deuce Bigelow, European Chigolo. I'm just not sure how we got to that movie. I said best, not good. Oh, That's different. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> uh. Tallest jockey. The tallest jockey is chili rainbow. <laughs> Fair enough. So anyway. On with the show. We're talking about some movie, I think. And Fig Newtons. And Addison. Yes, addition. Thank you. <laughs> so now Mr. Salerman goes home, and he's super bummed out because he can't find his, his lady friend Kathy now. Kathy Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Can we call... No, Asian Kathy Bates, please. <laughs> I hear Japanese Kathy Bates. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't get that racist. Anyway, Japanese Kathy Bates... Jesus. <laughs> ah, I can't help it sometimes. <laughs> She's uh she just up and vanished. Her phone number doesn't work. Nobody can find her at uh any of the places she supposedly frequented. Mr. Salaryman heads over to his buddy the producer guy and is like, Man, what do you what do you know? Where's she at? And he's like, dude. You just were all excited about hitting that 20-year-old, and now you're getting all worked up about it. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. And he's all like, whatever, I'm going to go find her. I'm going to take take a trip to the abandoned building that's boarded up. Yeah, yeah. So, so, okay, so he's trying to find her, and she literally told him, like, a week ago that she worked at a bar named the Stonefish. Stonefish, it's like Bonefish, I guess, uh, um, on 4th Street. So instead of like going there, he looks at her application and sees that what ballet school she went to and goes and tracks down that ballet school. Yeah. That's not creepy. That's yeah. a totally reasonable jump, I think. Yeah, because cause she hasn't been she hasn't done ballet since she was eighteen because she hurt her hip and she's twenty four. So it's been six years since she's gone to that school. But we'll go there first. Of going to the bar that she currently works at that we know about. Just like Chris. Ballet six years ago works in a bar. Yeah, it's just like me if you were telling things that weren't true at all. 
<laughs> no. Krishnikov. Yes. Krishnikov was his. Uh, <laughs> Krishnikov. Krishnikov. See, Troy's making a joke. You're just saying a bunch of disconnected sounds. <laughs> yeah. Brett can say syllables. <laughs> syllables! Good job, buddy. No. Aw, uh, come on. No. Don't be a dickhole. Too late. Leaving him hanging. No. So Mr. Salaryman, he breaks into the uh, local abandoned ballet school because you can hear somebody playing the piano from inside. P-N-E. Yep. Okay, sure. Some yeah, kind of kidneys. flower. So he, he busted there, and he's like, hey, sorry for, you know, breaking into this place and everything. But can you tell me about Japanese Kathy Bates? And he's like, well, I can tell you a story about that. It's unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, I used to make her dance for me. Then I burned her inner thigh with hot metal things because I did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sound reasoning. And so he's all like, oh, cool. I guess I'm just going to show myself out now because that was not helpful. Oh, and you're in a wheelchair, but apparently you can walk a tiny bit using the braces that are built into the wheelchair with wooden feet. I'm not. Wooden feet. That was weird. Just like Chris. I thought the wooden feet were like nailed into his broken, useless feet. Maybe that's maybe they were. I couldn't tell. Yeah, it was weird. Fancy aesthetics. It's a very dark movie, and I was watching it in a bright room, so it was actually kind of hard to see some things. So, uh, discouraged but not given up, Mister Salerman decides that he's going to head over to the uh, Stonefish. Yep. Because that would have been a really stupid place to start. Oh, yeah, it was in yeah. a bar where it looked like, for some reason, the bar was in the laundry room of some shitty apartment complex. Actually, that's that's not that uncommon. Uh, I actually, when I stopped in Japan on my way to Myanmar to visit, and I hung out with a friend of mine, like, the bars are like that. They're either, you either go, like, up a set of stairs or down a set of stairs, and and it's just like a little, like like, food tavern place. It's kind of... That's just yeah. That that actually didn't surprise me at all that that was like that. Weird. Yeah. And as he's heading down the stairs to go check out the bar, our uh, our new buddy expository neighbor shows up. <laughs> and he's all like, "Hey man, ain't nobody down there. That bar's been closed for like a year." Yeah, I'm gonna, oh, grocery that. bags. I yeah, like that yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take two steps out of this doorway and wait for you to respond in two minutes. <laughs> Doesn't even seem like it's two. He just goes back around the corner and waits about 30 seconds. And then he pops back up for some more expository <laughs> dialogues. <laughs> and says what, that the the owner died and was all cut up into pieces. But when they put Tongues the corpse back... And- yeah, when they put the corpse back together, there were three extra fingers a tongue and an ear that didn't belong to the corpse. And then mm-hmm. Salaryman sees the tongue and fingers and ears flop around on the floor. Sees. Yeah. Like hallucinates them for no damn reason. Maybe. Yep. And expository neighbor's like, yep, everything's pretty fucked up, huh? <laughs> and then he goes home with his grocery bags to, I don't know, masturbate and choke himself, I guess. Hopefully. <laughs> Twice. And then we get the uh, big old bag of meat. 
the burlap sack. In the hallway. Hmm. What? That's is uh, that what happens next? Yeah. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't remember there being a burlap sack in the hallway ever. Chris knows what I'm talking about. That was right after that. Right after the dude went away. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's right. What's your book say, Chris? I don't know. Now I have to look because now I'm all confused. Get into the book. I'm getting into the book. Thank you. Since what, we're how many minutes into this podcast and Brett has not yelled at you to read your book? So that's what happens when I'm not constantly belittled and reminded about it. <laughs> Shut up, book reader. Read a book. Well, it's too late <laughs> now. Uh, everybody drink. <laughs> it's that part of the, isn't the Slaughterhouse Princess uh, drinking game where whenever Brett shouts read your book, take a drink? I assume that the Slaughterhouse Princess drinking game was drink until it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. We don't, we don't want people to die, Chris. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Chris. We're not trying to be murdiddly erdlers. We're not. It's not like we made him drink it. <laughs> anyway. Get out with the fuck. So now, now Asian, Japanese, Cassie Bates, whatever the fuck I'm supposed Asian, to say. Asian, Japanese, Cassie Bates. She well, busts. Most, yeah, most Japanese people are Asian. <laughs> yeah, Chris. She, uh, uh, she busts into um, Salaryman's place. Well, he has to drink that shot first. Yogurt. Well, she busts in to give to, to root around, and that's when she finds out that he's got a picture of his dead wife, and that is when she decides to sedate him by putting drugs into his bourbon scotch. Yogurt. Yeah. What kind of what kind of monster has a picture of their dead wife? <laughs> Kind of monsters I, about to get their liquor drug. That's what kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah super I, I liquor. Guess, I guess Joey Ramone. That kind of monster. And then, uh, <clears throat> so then the salaryman takes a takes a nice belt, and then has some kind of weird dream sequence thing as he's passing out. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, where he like hallucinates her history. Like, how the fuck does that work? Like, I I got drugged by a woman, and now I'm going to hallucinate her background. Yeah, and, and hallucinates her apartment that he's now in with Burlap Sackman. Burlap Sackman. And he uh, he crawls yeah. his way out of the burlap sack. Mm-hmm. Where she vomits into a dog bowl and feeds it to him. Yeah, but this Perfect. was after Just he, like he was getting the... Um, Aggressive blowjob from Japanese Kathy Bates. Real goddamn aggressive. She would have hurt her in the way. Slash his son's girlfriend, maybe? Yep. A couple times. After he drinks the Passat whiskey, this movie just goes all to fucking shit real quick. And then, uh... Yeah, it gets weird in a bad way, not weird in a good way. It's yeah. just kind of confusing for the most part. And then it jumps back over to him in the process of passing out in his apartment. And we find out that uh, Japanese Kathy Bates has uh, killed killed the poor dog. Uh-huh. Not gang. Yeah. The loudest goddamn dog ever. Yeah, 20% of this film's overall budget went to ADR the dog. 
That dog was was it was like they took a recording of like a like a ninety pound dog and put it over the this this like four pound dog. Galloped like a horse and just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was always like seven percent louder than everything else going on in the room too. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I knew something reminded me of Toby, and that was that. So, oh, Toby, he sure is a big, loud mess. Yeah, so Japanese Kathy Bates uh, kills Gong, Gongnam Dog. Gang! Uh, was your subbed or uh Mine dubbed. was subbed. Subbed? Yeah. I can't imagine this. there's a dub version of this anymore. Hell, I don't know how that shit works, Chris. <laughs> That's clear. Sir? So now, Japanese Kathy Bates has set her sights on the salaryman. And, um... Oh, did we... I'm sorry, like, since our connection was so bad for a minute there, did you guys talk about how the, the aggressive blowjob was alternate... Uh, Japanese Kathy Bates and Salaryman's son's girlfriend. Yep, think okay. so anyway. For no reason. Yeah, for yeah, for no good reason. She was dressed like a little schoolgirl, even though I'm pretty sure she was in her mid twenties. So now, Japanese Kathy Bates is, uh, you know, busted out her doctor bag. Yeah, she's got her. Uh, she's got her Dexter, her black Dexter outfit on with like the, the like leather apron and gloves and boots and shit. All that noise. And she gives him uh, some kind of tongue shot. Which, did that paralyze him or was he paralyzed from the yogurt bourbon drink? I think she said he was already paralyzed. I'm not sure what the point of the, the tongue shot was. Yeah, Chris and I were arguing about that. Yeah, I, I was under the impression that that's what paralyzed him, but I don't fucking know. That yogurt whiskey though, man, she'll get you. So now she um, kind of starts uh, poking him. With needles. With, it's like acu-torture. Yeah. <laughs> and Basically. And she like creepily and, and he says deeper, deeper over and over while she's poking him with needles. Yeah, which is really weird and sounds like she's saying kitty yeah, kitty. Yeah, kitty kitty kitty. <laughs> Yeah, that is like the uh, the only creepy part to this whole movie is her doing that. And she uh, jabs him a bunch in his organ parts, gives him a couple in the eye. Well, not like the eye, but like the between his nose and his eye, like that little itty bitty spot, like on just just inside the orbital cavity, but between yeah. the but not in the eye. The needle yeah, spot, it's pretty you terrible. know. Yes. Put the needles. All the while, she's ranting about how um, he loved these other people, but not not just her. And she only has him, well, and the guy in the bag. But yeah. old baggy. So now she's gonna, I guess, torture him because of reasons. Yeah, well, because you don't know someone until you you've seen them in pain, which I feel like is some weird philosophy from random other movies I've seen. Like Freddy Krueger? Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, like Freddy Krueger. Or, or Freddy yeah. Got Fingered. <laughs> nah, that's Freddy Krueger We can't fingers. do a Freddy Got Finger podcast, Brett. <laughs> you know, Freddy Krueger fingers Tom Green, I think is Whoa! the you're looking 
for it. That's hot. <laughs> a little. So then, um, Japanese Kathy Bates busts out some kind of ankle lock thing. Yeah, like ankle shackles. I think they're there to stop the blood flow. Yeah. Little bitty tourniquets. And busts out some kind of weird garrote saw thing to hack off his leg. No, it's one of the it's one of the wire saws from her survival knife. You know, it fits in the handle. Well, that's what Christabel said, wasn't it? No. Is that what Troy said when we first started? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's what. Shit! You're ruining the magic. No. Yeah, dude. All right. Yeah, I did. It gets all mixed up in my head bad sometimes. I see that. So, I have to say though, the sound for that is real gross. Yeah. Yeah, and she's just like, just like, working it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth until it finally just pops through. It's like Chris on a Wednesday night, mm-hmm. just double, double fisting those cow udders. That's that's <laughs> not what they refer to them as. Just saying. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It's something I, in not, Dutch. I don't understand picks. it. I'm I'm not up on the lingo. Sorry. It's alright. So now she casually throws the foot into the window, which I thought was funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, get that, that was... shit out of here. And it leaves like a little blood print on the uh the know where the stump hits it. That's pretty good. And as she's going in for a uh, number two foot, his son kinda comes. You mean she's home. not taking a dump on him? No, but it wouldn't be too far fetched to imagine that's what was gonna happen next. She has to kind of hover, though, because those needles make it hard to actually squat down too far. Well, maybe she likes that kind of thing. Who might have judged? Mm, squatting on needles. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a Tuesday to me. Uh-huh. So anyway, the son comes home on account of one of his friends had to get rushed off by ambulance. Pretty yeah, he got kind about of... the whole thing, too. Yeah, he got sick suddenly, so we called the ambulance and sent him off to the hospital. Because... Because, you know, that's how things are in college. He took ill, so we immediately sent him to the emergency room. I just imagine he drank, like, 17 cans of Four loco or something. Or Earthquake. I'm pretty sure it was Earthquake. Earthquake. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't allow you to buy Earthquake in Japan. No. It's illegal to import it. Yeah. You you know, you can drink Earthquake, but you have to follow it up with a tsunami afterwards. (laughs) So, of course, because his son's home and Japanese Kathy Bates is going to try to spray him in the face with some perfume bottle. Knockout what? Yeah, was that supposed to be mace or knockout spray or what? What was that? I don't know. (laughs) Knockout? Yeah. His breath was stank. (laughs) His breath do be stank. And this causes uh, the salaryman to have another flashback dream sequence. Where now he wakes up with her in the bed at the hotel and everything's fine. And she accepts his marriage proposal. Yep. Which I don't think ever happened. And I was confused by the whole damn thing. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. They were too busy having weird Japanese leg sex to have a proposal the Mm, first time. Yeah. And then he, uh comes to again 
and his son manages to get upstairs to get away from uh, Japanese Kathy Bates. And when she chases after him, he kicks her right in the head and knocks her down the stairs. And not even like she doesn't like roll down the stairs. She like flies far enough out that she falls the like vertical distance of the stairs, she which is kind of the cool. whole fucking set and just kind of lands on her neck. It looks like. Yeah. Yep. And then like her neck like creaks and creaks and creaks as like the like it just breaks more and more, which is kind of cool. I Actually, like it. I like that bit. And then she uh she rambles some I sort think, of hallucinations, I guess. Yeah, I think because I think Salary Man was hallucinating what she was saying there. And then, and then that's the end of the movie. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, and the son calls whatever Japanese nine one one is, and has them like send ambulances and shit for his dad and his no longer future mother in law. I think they called stepmoms. Yeah, stepmoms, not mother-in-law. <laughs> I don't know how things work anymore. That's fair. I'm a bad influence. <laughs> uh, so, Brett, what did you think of this movie? Well, you see, first off, it was two hours long. So we already had that going An against An hour it. and 50 minutes. Oh, my God, it was almost two hours long. <laughs> so it already had that going against it. Uh, just kind of drug on forever and ever and ever. Now, I think it was like an hour and 19 when it started getting kind of crazy and he passed out from the whiskey and the confusing dream sequences was a blessing compared to the first hour or so of the movie, hour and 20 minutes. I liked that little bit of torture, but there wasn't nearly enough. And then I was confused again. And here we are. So, watch it, don't watch it. Probably not. I mean, if you like weird Japanese movies, I guess, specifically, sure. But I'm sure there's better ones out there. I'm pretty sure all the weird Japanese movies are Pacific. Specific. <laughs> ah, I just earned my asshole merit badge. Woohoo! That was a good bit. <laughs> Christabel? Hmm. Yeah. This is the second time I've seen this. I didn't remember most of it. I didn't care for it as much as I recall caring for it the first time. It's real slow at the beginning. I think that if you're really into to the Japanese style of movie, you'd probably be okay with it. As it, it's definitely way differently paced than an American movie. And like a lot of Japanese movies, they are real slow towards the beginning. I don't know. I give it a, a maybe watch it. If you're really into Japanese slash Asian horror flicks, you probably would at least find it interesting, even though it's a lot more of like a psychological horror kind of a thing most of the time. A thriller, almost. Uh, but for, for everyday average folk who just like a good horror flick, I don't know if I could recommend it for them, personally. What do you think, Mr. Troy? Troy! I did not like this movie, actually. Um, I actually, the, the slow buildup, the slow burn at the beginning wouldn't have bothered me if it had had a better payoff. Like, just the, oh, I was I was abused as a child, so now I crave love, and since you won't give me every ounce of your love, I'm going to torture you, it just doesn't do it for me. 
like I said, I kind of expected like it to get kind of weird, like crying gamey with you know the talk of fish that could change their gender. I thought that was like foreshadowing for this lady having changed her gender to a lady. And I thought actually that the salaryman guy, the maid, the protagonist, was going to flip out when he found out that his future wife used to be a a man and start killing people or something. Like it was. It was one of those movies where I'm watching it. I'm just coming up with better scenarios than the movie was giving me. And I'm not a filmmaker, so if I can come up with better stuff, it's it's not a movie I enjoy. Um, so yeah, I would say avoid this one. Um, I I've heard that Mikay's made some good stuff. I don't I haven't seen much of his. I think this might be his first movie of his that I've seen, but. Uh, I yeah I I can't recommend this one. Sorry, sorry, Kylie. I wanted to like it, but I didn't. And next next time we're gonna do a little something. island of death. Mm-hmm. Island it's of Greek. death. But the Greek name means island of the devil instead. So I I'm gonna do my best to find this because <laughs> I don't know the church. I don't know what to look for now. Island of death or island of the devil. Sounds like it's gonna be hard to watch. Mm-hmm. I, it's got goat rape, so it can't be that bad, right? I mean, there's goat slope, throat slitting rape. Sloped. Mm. Those sounded like words. Shut up! <laughs> Almost. Go home, Chris, you're drunk. I'm already home. I know! Not particularly drunk. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. That, that, I'm, it, I'm excited shit. to watch it. Because oh, my, my in-laws are Greek, and this movie is Greek, so I'm excited to watch it, but I'm hoping I like it, but I may not. Who knows? It sounds pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. When uh, when Charlie from Horror Show Hot Dog refers to a movie as grueling, you know you're in for some kind of treat. Treat! Yeah, at least I'm, I'm planning on having some kind of emotional response to it, which is good. That at least makes it better than at least one or two of the movies we've seen for this podcast. Yeah, but man, sometimes emotional responses to a movie we've seen on this podcast aren't great. No, yeah, like uh, Where the Dead Go to Die. If you haven't heard that podcast, listen to that one and listen to Chris and I sound totally defeated. <laughs> yeah, it's a real, it's a real fucking drag. <laughs> so, Brett, where would they find any of our podcasts? Internet. Mm-hmm. Yes, and web pages. We're, we're getting closer. We're getting more Pacific now. Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us at Slaughterhouse Princess podcast at gmail.com you can find us at slaughterhouseprincess.com you can find us on reddit where our subreddit is shp podcast you can find us on twitter at slaughterprince uh, some kind of fucking affiliation with google play stitcher itunes yo mama whoa <laughs> Now, if you can get 20 people to pay you $17, you don't have to work anymore. <laughs>